Hello and welcome to the D2C Podcast. I'm Eric Dick. Today, we're diving in with Danielle Gronich and Kaylee Christina, the co-founding duo of the fast-growing skincare brand ClearStem, a next-generation solution for acne whose purpose is best summarized by their tagline, anti-acne products age you, anti-aging products cause acne. That's why we created ClearStem. After personally helping thousands of customers with their skin health through their products, education, and community, ClearStem has built a strong organic base that's making their products fly off the shelves, currently enjoying a 20 to 30% month-over-month growth rate in 2022. This podcast features what exactly a stem cell is and why South Park got it wrong, why doing things that don't scale in the beginning makes things much easier later, why podcast appearances are the highest leverage part of ClearStem's marketing plan, and why you probably shouldn't switch to WooCommerce if you're a D2C brand. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. On with the show. We would work with influencers. We would never just be like, hey, can we send free product? We would ask if they had any skin struggles and then offer to hop on a call or ask them to send pictures of their skin if they were struggling. And then we would also love to send you a bottle of our Cell Renew Serum. It can help rebuild the collagen, help with acne scars. We'd love for you to try it out and just get your feedback. We didn't ask anyone to post. We didn't pay anyone. We truly just exchanged value for products. Those early day influencers end up being our biggest ambassadors now. And so we did that for the first couple years, just help people with their skin to really build that loyal following. And then in turn, those influencers would tell their community about what they learned from us and be like, oh, I learned it from the women at ClearStem. Imperfect Foods, Instacart, Nespresso, and Coach all use Coley to generate TikTok videos that are on brand, on budget, and on time. As one of TikTok's first creative partners, Coley has the track record, know-how, and tools to help you TikTok your way to short-form glory. And now you can tap into that exclusive expertise with Coley's TikTok Creative Brief template. It has all the steps you need for successful creator collaborations and best practices to create fun and engaging TikToks. Head to coley.com slash TikTok to download your free copy and start creating TikToks for your brand that people actually want to watch. That's C-O-H-L-E-Y dot com slash TikTok. Danielle and Kaylee, welcome to the D2C podcast. Danielle, let's start with you. Why did you co-found ClearStem Skincare? Oh, well... It was a necessity because I own San Diego Acne Clinic, so I treat acne um, as a clinical esthetician. We treat acne. We're doing peels. We're doing corrective work, and we're fixing acne, which is a condition that leaves people very scarred, and a lot of my clients were ethnic. I would say most of them, actually. I had a lot of Indian uh, clients, a lot of Filipina, Latin, like every skin type you can imagine, but basically when your skin is really tan naturally, dark naturally, or is able to tan, like your range is really, um, can go from light to dark, that's how likely it is for you to scar. So the darker the skin, the more it scars, right? So I'm treating darker skin regularly, and that means that I can't do aggressive peels to get rid of their scars because it could also scar them. So I had to heal their scar tissue from another angle. So I knew that a stem cell serum was the only way to go. But I knew it had to be calming. It had to have anti-inflammatory properties that also stimulated collagen. So I had to really think this formula through. And I found a lab that believed in what I was doing and took me on even though I was so small. And um, 
um, was able to craft this amazing stem cell serum. I was treating Kaylee at the time and she was testing it. She's like, this is amazing. And all my other clients loved it. It became such a hit. One of my other clients put, it was an Amazon guy. He put it on Amazon. It blew up and we're like, we have something here. People demanded it and they wanted more of what we were doing. And that's why we started it. And I met Danielle, like she said, as a clinic patient, I was struggling with really bad cystic acne in my mid-20s. And I was going to every doctor, dermatologist, esthetician. The only solutions I was given was go on different birth controls, antibiotics, or Accutane. And at this point, I was working in the corporate world, but I'd also gone back to school to get my degree in holistic nutrition. So I knew what each one of these things did to your body. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. How would these help with acne? Like it just, it, it doesn't make sense. And so I kept asking the doctors, I'm like, okay, you're asking me to go on all these really toxic medications that can cause hormone disruption, affect my liver health, gut health, digestion, everything. I was like, but what's causing the acne? And they're like, well, we don't know. Just try these things. I was like, well, I don't want to go on months of antibiotics and, and have my hormones synthetically controlled by birth control and go on Accutane, which is a black box pharmaceutical, which is highly toxic. And that's all I kept getting pushed. And I was like, there has to be a different reason. Like there's something going on. Like what is causing this? And so I met Danielle. I happened to be her last client of the day. So we had a ton of time to spend and talk together. And I had had all this education in holistic nutrition, but what the missing link is in different nutrition programs, medical programs, all of this is how certain things apply to acne. And so there's certain supplements, foods, even in the healthy space that trigger acne. So found all this out, found out I had 12 different acne triggers going on. We've removed them. I got on a proper skincare routine without any pore clogging ingredients. And my skin was completely clear with no scar damage in two months. Um, and that's where the education portion of our ClearSome products is born from because we match up products with also so much education teaching people how to get to the root cause of their acne so they're clear on both sides internally and externally for all the roots of acne can we geek a little bit out about stem cells i'm I'm thinking back to a south park episode i saw about how stem cells were extracted what kind of stem cells are you using and, and and what's the active capability Great question. So they are not anything to do with embryos or anything like that. There, That does exist in the medical world. Um, amniotic stem cells are a thing. Umbilical cord stem cells are a thing, right? Um, but that's not what's used in skincare. In skincare, it's donated cleansed, purified human tissue. It's all completely above board. Um, it's the most organic, like healthy thing you can imagine, right? So they take donated purified skin tissue and they reduce it down to just extract the collagen stem cell fibers, right? So it's collagen derived media is basically the term for it. Think of it just like uh, breaking it down into its basic components so that your skin can actually absorb it and put it right to work in repairing your skin. So no babies are harmed. No babies are <laughs> used. Um, it's literally, just uh, donated purified human tissue. And stem cells essentially are just, they're the protocells, right? In a way that sort of have that ability to be more generative, that ability to create. What is a stem cell? So a stem cell, and I think in the question that you're asking, it's basically a cell that can turn into any other type of cell that, you know, it's in the womb where an embryo and we have a bunch of stem cells and then certain messenger proteins and certain hormonal factors happen to make them turn into something else, you know, an ear versus an eyeball versus a tooth. So uh, there's different chemical processes that happen that tell the stem cells to to direct them to become what they're about to become. Um, And then there's just like bone marrow stem cells, there's more specific stem cells that can regenerate more into the thing that they already are. So basically, if you're taking collagen stem cells and you're purifying them and keeping them that way, and then you're putting it back into someone else's collagen, it's just like attracts like, and it's just builds on top of each other. 
You mentioned the early days and sort of knowing that you had some success early on. Uh, Kaylee, can you talk a little bit about what it was like getting the business off the ground? What's your most distinct memory from those times? It was not glamorous at all. So we had one product for the first year and a half. It's now our Cell Renew Serum. But when we first launched Clear Stem, we only had the one product and we called the product not, we weren't even thinking brand-wise, called the product Clear Stem anti-acne, anti-aging stem cell serum. That's like was the whole name of the product. And like we we would get it shipped to us. We like worked with this world-renowned chemist. We would get it shipped to us in jugs of product. I would order those blue cobalt bottles that like everyone sees like especially if you get samples shipped to you they always ship it like glass bottles ship that's that blue cobalt one I got it from like U.S. container and packaging that so many people start from and order from I got like the dropper sizes I had someone from college like help me do the dye lines and make up um, labels for it we ordered labels so in the very beginning we were literally self-applying every single label to every bottle trying to make sure it went on really evenly because once you mess one up you can't like it they're so sticky you can't take it off so that would be ruined individually filling each one and then you have to remember like not to fill it too high because once you put the dropper in the product goes up even more <laughs> and then sealing everything up I had that label maker that everyone starts with that you plug into your computer that breaks every other day printing out labels fulfilling every single website orders and then Danielle and her sister would come over to my place and in my kitchen we'd literally fill everything in hundreds of units at a time to box up to send to Amazon so we could get on Amazon Prime and so we were doing this literally every single day Danielle was working seven days a week almost 12 hour days in her clinic still. I was working a full-time corporate job, consulting on the side, doing this every spare hour that I possibly had. And at first we were just fulfilling orders, fulfilling orders and starting to build social media. We didn't have any, like we reinvested everything in the brand and didn't take any outside capital. So we didn't just kick it off, like running ads, opening up a warehouse, having a co-packer, like we were everything in the beginning. Let's talk a little bit about Amazon. Like you mentioned in, uh, you know, when we were talking before about there was an element of Amazon of being in the right place at the right time and really kind of catching lightning in a bottle. Can you talk a little bit about those early days on Amazon and what was helped there? So big brands used to not be allowed to be on Amazon. Like you see all the ones that are carrying Sephora, Ulta, Macy's, Nordstrom, they're all on Amazon now. But at the time, big box retailers were really threatened by Amazon. So they would threaten all of their brands being like, if you go on Amazon, we will drop you from this retail location. And so big brands didn't go on. So the only skincare you'd find on Amazon was like really sketchy ones that you didn't know what, like they did you didn't want to buy it. <laughs> it looked really sketchy. And so ours actually looked like a brand. We were the only product on Amazon for a while with stem cells in it that looked like a quality brand that actually started building reviews because our product worked and it had obviously amazing results from it. So we stood out and we were very right place at the right time on Amazon. We're able to blow up to make enough money to build out other parts of the brand that we wanted to. And then slowly other brands started getting on Amazon and this space started getting really, really sad but we're very grateful for that probably six to eight months of right place, right time on Amazon. That was organic. Were you running ads at that time as well? Or was that just all the organic, you know, you just really filled that niche? All organic at the time. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. And is it still, is Amazon still a big part of your distribution mix? I wouldn't say it's a big part. Our D2C um, on our website has skyrocketed and we do have an Amazon agency that like, you know, still manages some of the SKUs we have on there, but we don't offer everything on Amazon. And, you know, people come to our website because they get our education. Um, you know, if they have any codes, they only work on the website, that sort of thing. So yeah, it's, it's there. It's not a huge part of our business. We're 
Um, we're happy being able to have the relationship with the customer via our website because on Amazon, if you even mention to the customer that you have a website, Amazon will shut you down. Yeah. So you early days, aside, like you have this Amazon distribution channel, um, you also mentioned that you didn't run a lot of ads in the early days, really focusing on building your organic community around education. Can you talk a little bit about that strategy? And, and again, I, that sounds like it was a lot of work back in those days as well. So we knew our value was in the fact, one, Danielle had San Diego Acne Clinic and her results for getting people clear in education were phenomenal. So we had the really strong backing of that. On top of that, we had the education and our products really, really worked. So I mean, biggest suggestion to everyone, develop products that work and that people love and word of mouth and reviews will spread like wildfire. So in the beginning, we were really good with getting people clear and then our products would help them even more. So we would do a lot of education on social media of what acne triggers are, like even not even educating about our products. We were just educating about acne and getting people clear. And then in turn, people wanted to purchase the products because of the value we were dri- driving. So when we would work with any influencers, we would never just be like, hey, can we send free product? But ones that we thought would be a really good fit, we would ask if they had any skin struggles or what their skin goals were, and then offer to hop on a call with them, a Zoom call, or, DM- or ask them to send pictures of their skin if they were struggling to get them advice on what it's like, oh, eliminate dairy, do this and that. And then we would also love to send you a bottle of our cell renew serum. It can help with rebuild the collagen, help with acne scars, calm any redness in your skin. Would love for you to try it out and just get your feedback. And we didn't ask anyone to post. We didn't force anyone to post. We didn't pay anyone. We truly just exchanged value for products. And those early day influencers end up being our biggest ambassadors now. And so we did that for the first couple years, just individually help people with their skin to really build that loyal following. And then in turn, those influencers would tell their community about what they learned from us and be like, oh, I learned it from the women at ClearStem. And so our value and education spread so much, people absorb that, clear their skin, and then want to try our products. How many calls would you guess you did? Are we t- we're talking hundreds, thousands? Definitely done hundreds of calls for sure. Um, Close to the thousands if you're talking about DMing back and forth and calls and I guess communication wise helping people with their skin, thousands, absolutely. I think it's such such an important thing and we're going through it right now on the education side of D2C is just really trying to like dig in. You can't do it enough. You can't talk to your customers enough is what I would say and it sounds like that was – and it makes everything else better, right? A thousand percent. And something that we do that we started implementing more regularly, we just increase it is we do um, free masterclasses. We do literally free webinars for anyone to join. And it's not like a sales pitch, like at all. Um, people just hop on. We did one the other night and it's, uh, it'll be, you know, sometimes 20, sometimes 50 people. And we'll go over like a specific topic and then we'll go, we'll just do live Q and A for everyone. So education, you know, we were talking about it earlier and, the, you know, even on your personal skin journeys, the products were key, but also these lifestyle changes that, that are accompany, uh, you know, really great skin health are so important. So what are, what are the key ways, uh, aside from these, this sort of personal touch, have you sort of scaled education in your communities? Yeah, aside from the webinars that we've been doing, we do the Instagram lives too, but like the Zoom webinar thing that we just started doing more of, like that I think is is huge for us. And then there's other ways that we scale education too. Like we started doing more email flows that are just product education. You know, they're not like at the cart. They're, they're not anything but pure education. And then uh, letting people just like ask us like, hey, what questions do you want answered? And we'll get a list and then we'll do a live and we'll answer them. Another way we've really scaled the education, which I would highly suggest to any other brand out there that has 
either education around your product or lifestyle education that would make your product even more successful is build some type of a course. And so ours is a ditch your acne protocol. And so it goes through nutrition, digestion, hormone health, uh, products. There's eight different modules that we have in it. And it helps people get to the root cause of their acne. It has PDFs that go along with it. It's almost eight hours worth of information because each module is about an hour and it's round table, like podcast style. Danielle and I and a nutritional therapy practitioner, it specializes in hormone, gut, and acne. Her name is Christina. And we all built this out together. And so one, it does, people can buy it off our website, but for anyone, because it's all brands listening to this and we're bringing value to brands, we also use it as like a cross-sell, upsell added bonus too. So every once in a while, we either discount it and be, um, we're working on building out cross-sells that it's like when people are exiting out of the cart, you can get this for $20. Um, We're going to do certain days where it's like everyone who purchases today and spends over X amount gets the free Ditch Your Acne course. So because there's no overhead on it, because it's a built course, it's already done, it's driving so much value, we're able to market it with no overhead, gift it for free because it's, it's already done, it's completed, and it's digital. I think people are intimidated sometimes by course creation. And I think you hacked that a little bit just by, by doing it in that podcast format, you know, having conversations. I'm sure you structured it in some ways, but just I, I think people are maybe a little too precious about thinking they have to have really high production value. And what really matters is the information, I would imagine. That's what stressed us out in the beginning, because to be honest, we didn't want to do a whole video recording, like eight hours of video recording and really overwhelming, a little more difficult to edit, to clean it up. And honestly, if it's something's an hour long, people want to listen to it on a drive, on a walk. They don't necessarily need video. And for anyone's overwhelmed by it, even think, I mean, a lot of what's on our skincare learning center, which is our blog, is broken up pieces of what's already in the Ditcher Acne course. So you can... Also, if you build out a course, you can use that for blog posts, you can use it for ad copy, social copy creation. All that work you put in can be transcripted and repurposed in so many different ways. You can use it to submit articles for um, getting you and your company featured in different online magazines or resources. And then how are you scaling the community aspect? You, you, the courses are a great way, the webinars, the Zooms, great way to scale the, uh, the education side. What sort of tools and processes are you using to scale the community? Do you have a Facebook group? Are there are there ways that they're sort of interacting with each other? Yeah, we have our VIP list where we do like special communications for people that are on that. Um, we don't have a Facebook group because we like treat our Instagram like a forum, you know, like we're in there in the DMs having real conversations all the time. So that kind of like takes the need, I guess, out of a Facebook group or we, we just haven't needed it yet because we use Instagram in such a useful community building way. Um, and then increasing our community and our message, like we do that through podcasts, kind of like this one. Yeah, let's dive into your podcast strategy. I noticed just before this on Kaylee's email signature, she has the most recent uh, podcast she's been on. So you can t- and it, I, you can tell that it's a part of your focus. How has that gone? So because we drive so much education and our products work better when people are educated on all aspects of the triggers of acne and even the triggers of aging. So what's going to cause you to wrinkle faster? What's causing your melasma hyperpigmentation? So we're talking about all corrective work to the skin. We noticed, so I had a podcast for three years, so I was already like obsessed with how I already saw the difference podcasts could make by bringing someone on and them sharing their story. And so Danielle and I started getting on podcasts. And then when we started really focusing on ones that had strong communities and strong communities that would really, really listen to 
who the host brought on and just were very dialed in, we would see a massive increase in sales every time we were on a podcast. And we're like, all right, we're on to something. Because instead of just someone seeing our brand, reading an ad copy, they listened to us for a full hour, like got to know Danielle and I. We got to educate so much. We were able to transform their skin by them just making a couple changes of things we suggested in the podcast. And that just led to such a loyal customer base and like truly cult following. What does it look like? Like how many, like what is your pod, do you, is it an ongoing thing? You're sort of scheduling podcasts in an ongoing way? Yeah. So we uh, have a PR company and part of what they do is uh, match us with podcast hosts or when people reach out to them wanting to interview us, it, you know, it works like that. And then um, people find, a podcast hosts find us on Instagram a lot too. A lot of like our customers, a few of our customers have even had podcasts. I'm like, hey, like your line has changed my skin. Like, can I interview you? And we're like, yes, absolutely. Um, but then there's, you know, some that you go through like the actual media company and you just kind of see like, hey, this is our demographic. We would love to reach these people. These are the ones we actually listen to. Let's see if we can be on those as well. So there's a lot of different ways to get podcast um, spots. So, yeah. iOS 14.5, the infamous Apple update left D2C brands struggling to find and market to the right audiences. That's why hundreds of D2C brands are turning to Black Crow AI. Their plug-and-play machine learning technology measures in real time every visitor's likelihood to buy to build predictive audiences for retargeting and prospecting. In short, Black Crow can significantly boost ROAS by helping you specifically target people who will actually want to buy from you. Find out why brands like Magic Spoon, Barabee, and Liquid IV are using Black Crow AI. Visit blackcrow.ai to learn more and request a 30-day free trial. What would you say has been the biggest lever for growth in 2022 so far for ClearStem? Besides podcasts? Because <laughs> we do. Yeah, besides yeah, we, podcasts. We have yeah. put such a... And I just also, I want to... Um, for anyone listening to that's interested in the podcast strategy, what has not worked for us is when we just do ads on a podcast without being interviewed on it. But we find it really successful when we've been interviewed on a podcast and run ads on it. Um, but people just don't feel as connected when it's ads and you have to run it for, gosh, like six months to a year before you really, like for ads on a, a podcast, before you can really get people's attention and see some traction. But when it's coupled with the interview, so moving forward, like Danielle and I don't run ads on podcasts and unless we've been interviewed on that specific podcast. So we, we lost a lot of money by like investing in ads for a little bit just to test it out and realized it wasn't as successful for us. Um, but in 2022, uh, continuing to build out our ambassador program. So we call it our ambassador program. It's like influencer slash affiliate program. Um, we don't pay influencers ever to post, but they do get a commission. And we have someone full time on our team. Her name's Colleen. She's phenomenal. She's our head of partnerships and she manages over a hundred ambassadors. And not only is it just like, here, here's a code, go post. She's constantly coming up with like really fun campaigns with them. Like, okay, whoever like sells the most in these next two days gets this. Um, or like, hey, I'm going to increase your commission this week. We're really pushing this product. And so she's coming up with really fun ways to engage our ambassadors. We also love to send them boxes in the mail that of other brands that are very clear stem approved um, as like a thank you. We'll send them like a clear stem product and then a couple other brands too, just to connect them with other brands that we're friends with and ones that we feel are very aligned for them. So we're constantly continuing and building that relationship with 
our current ambassadors to make it feel like ha- they are a part of the team, truly, um, but to make sure they feel really appreciated because they drive a lot of revenue for us, which is incredible. I was saying, like, when, when you fix a problem for someone at this level, it's going to be very easy for them to become, you know, big promoters of you because they want to help other people solve these problems. And it just is a great natural fit. So, And it's a great natural extension of the way you built the business uh, with the focus on, on organic relationships, organic conversations. It only makes sense that it would kind of go on into, into a really successful affiliate program. So that's very cool. Uh, you also mentioned SEO. I think SEO is something that the audience is also very interested in. How did you identify that you needed to invest in SEO? And then what moves have you taken to, to, to invest in SEO? So we had not paid attention to SEO at first, and we really wish we had. So now we're like uh, trying to catch up. Um, SEO is expensive. You have to pay someone who knows what they're doing, and then you have to create the content, do all the backlinking. It's extremely time-consuming, and it's expensive. Um, And it's something that, like, as a founder, it just falls to the bottom of your task list because there's so many other things that are more urgent that have more uh, faster ROI. So... I would say we like didn't really do much with our SEO for like two and a half years. Now we have an SEO person who was a clinic patient turned clear STEM employee. And now she's our in-house nutritionist because she wanted to go back to um, get her nutrition certification after like working with us. Um, but she's still an SEO pro. So she does that for us and she's our in-house nutritionist. But because she has such a really good working knowledge of what we do, she's able to get really, really good content and really specific backlinks and speak in our customer voice in a really, really beautiful way. So. The strategy is, you know, normally from for a lot of brands, they just pay an agency to write stuff and they follow the basic parameters like, oh, 2000 word minimum. Here's a few backlinks. And in my opinion, you can tell that it's just written kind of like fluffy and just like it all kind of sounds the same. And like if you're a real biohacker or someone who like understands science, most content just feels really surface. Um, and we didn't want to do that. So we, we're li- uh, backlinking to white paper, lab reports, like, t- you know, 12 of them per article. And we're talking about really nitty gritty stuff because we know that's what our audience wants. And we know that that's what works for us is when we're giving people that real hardcore information. So that's now our SEO strategy. I think that's, you know, you look for someone who is a good, good writer, someone who understands SEO analysis side of things, keyword density, all that, how to, how to research these things. And then that, that other piece is that they really know your voice and know your business. And I think that's the, the trifecta that you have to look for in SEOs. Again, it's something that we're running into right now where we've got lots of writers, we've got lots of, you know, lots of people who know the, the technical side of things, but it's knitting it all together. You know, when we've produced as much content as we have on performance marketing, digital marketing, all the content, we, we're, not, we're not writing for machines. I think that's kind of a mistake people make in some ways where it's sort of like you want, you know, you get a, a brief on what you should write. You hit every one of those notes. And like you say, it's fluffy. And, it, and if it doesn't really resonate in your with your audience the way that the rest of your content does, it's not really going to fulfill what you're aiming to do with it. You are so spot on. Like the way we speak to our audience is like a like a big sister kind of, right? It's just like, like no, we've been there. This is what you need to do. This is what you should focus on for you. Like, like let us know how it's going. Like we're so real with them and we give them actionable steps that they can do in their daily life. Like the next day it is the opposite of fluff. So having content that it is essentially like Kaylee or I wrote it and we do check all of our content like all the blogs that people create for us um, whether it's an agency or SEO person but we go through and edit it and put it in our brand voice and that's really important to us great tip here um, can you think of a mistake that has been made Kaylee in in the uh, in the building of this business and then and what you've learned from it going forward neither Danielle and I have background in building a brand from a design component 
So a couple years, you know, we blew up on Amazon. We had some more cash. We wanted to develop more products. At the same time, we wanted to build out a new website. And we were originally on Shopify in the very beginning. And we, this agency was recommended to us for video work. So we wanted to produce more video work. And so we had a meeting with them. We did a whole, like, brand blueprint day with them. We thought we were mapping out everything to build out videos. So when they presented to us, they presented us this whole entire like website redesign, all this stuff structured around like how we should build it out. And because we're education-based, we should switch to WordPress. And Danielle and I, that is not our background is knowing Shopify versus WordPress. Like we do not come from that. And so we're like, okay. And they literally had all the reasons laid out why we should switch to WordPress and then do WooCommerce built onto it. And we're like, okay. So we switch over. Design-wise, looked really pretty, but then it felt like everything started to go wrong. We couldn't, everything we wanted to do D to C, like you should not do WooCommerce and WordPress if you're a D to C brand, like CBG, like absolutely not. <laughs> because everything we wanted to do required hours and hours and hours of custom coding. And then like 30 grand later, we have this like broken website that we can't even do any of these initiatives that we're hearing about on podcasts or articles of, you know, how we can increase conversions, how we can cross all, do this, that, how we can improve different things. Our co-packer we had got um, in like shipping warehouse had a hard time connecting and would constantly get broken from WooCommerce. And we spent an absurd amount of money building a website that we kind of didn't even really finish because there was still so much broken on it. And we didn't know what we didn't know at the time, truly. We didn't realize how simple Shopify could be. You can get themes that also can be custom coded on top of it where you can have a good theme, but then also rearrange certain things and all the different plugins and nothing wants to get on WooCommerce. It's all custom coding. And they convinced us to switch over to their servers so it could move faster. So then they had control over everything. And so that was a huge learning lesson from us. And we would have had no idea. But if you're a D2C CBG brand, like don't go on WooCommerce and WordPress is all I can suggest. Like stay on Shopify. But something interesting we've learned lately is follow where the money is. So with both, you know, platforms like Shopify and WooCommerce and plugins and things like that, typically the best ones are the ones that are getting the most investment. So like Shopify is always the one doing the speaking engagements, getting the most funding, having the biggest D2C brands backing it. Like that's got to count for something, right? And same with certain plugins that are um, and apps that are arising like crazy. Like people see where the technology is going. So when you're seeing ones getting a lot of funding, like it's something to really look at and consider. WooCommerce and WordPress is not getting that in the brand space whatsoever. Shopify is like Apple. It just works. You know, it it, it was uh, and it's funny. You're giving me flashbacks to a, a, a membership platform that we launched early in the D2C life cycle, and we were again convinced to build it on WordPress, and it worked in theory. But over time, as pug- plugins degrade and things happen, it just became a bit of a nightmare to kind of keep it all operational, and became a lot more trouble than it was worth. Uh, so I, I know we have a lot of Shopify listeners uh, listening. So so it's, I'm sure it's uh, inc- and my brother who works for Shopify. So it's music to their ears that we're giving it such a good good promotion. Yeah, just never get convinced to switch off of it because now we're back. Like because then we spent a lot of time and money to get all the way back to Shopify and couldn't be happier. <laughs> Should have never left. <laughs> yeah, our revenue skyrocketed immediately as soon as we switched, just because it was just easier to even check out. And like, of course, the developers were like, they sell you on things that are custom. Custom sounds awesome. It is terrible for your website. Get a really, really, really good theme. Do all the back work to get a really good theme for your particular brand and how many SKUs you have. And then don't make 
too many changes to the theme. Like the more custom you go, the more things go wrong and the more expensive it is. And then you have to pay a developer for $100 an hour or whatever just to make minor tweaks. And then you wanna go A-B test things. Good luck doing that on a super custom website with all these bells and whistles. Like the more complicated it is, the more money you're going to lose. Amazing, maybe you just saved someone six figures of wasted effort uh, with a WooCommerce site. I really hope so. I mean, that same website agency was charging us $150 an hour for the developer to make basic like color changes or to change a picture. It was unreal. So yeah, we don't want anyone to go through what we went through. Well, that's a great piece of advice. Um, so the, the, the final question is the $50,000 question. If we were to grant you $50,000 uh, to be used, I guess in any aspect of your business, but it has to be kind of you be used in the next like 30-ish days, what would you do? Ooh, great question. We don't even, I don't know what she's going to say. Normally I know what she's going to say. I have no idea. (laughs) I would, I would dump it more into higher level podcasts and increasing our marketing spend on certain platforms. So we've been spending on Google, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, but we're going to start scaling TikTok a lot more now too. So we'd love to put more money into that and to just honestly put more money into what's performing really well, which like take the high, the highest ROAS on all the different platforms. Pinterest has been performing really well for us. So dumping more into that and then booking to like major, major podcasts that we know are the perfect buying community for us. I agree. Yeah. Um, What we are spending all of our money in is inventory because we are growing so fast. We're growing like, like 20 to 25% month over month, but our lead times can be almost six months for some SKUs. So it's unreal. Um, So it's like, yeah, we're spending all of our money on inventory right now so that we can do all these marketing things because it's, it's a chicken or the egg situation and it's this this constant dance. Um, So yeah, I agree with Kaylee though, for sure. You, you also mentioned in the pre-interview, if, it, if I didn't have the time constriction on it, you would consider putting it towards hiring a head of growth. Is that something you're still looking for? Actually, yes. So anyone listening to this, head of growth, director of blitz scaling, <laughs> growth, <laughs> any, if, if these words resonate with you, reach out to us. Also, in addition to that, because you know, we're just going to take more than 50 grand right now. We're just going to everything <laughs> because because we do know like your listener base is so incredible. We also are looking for um, someone like heading up projections and supply chain. Um, I've been, you know, like Danielle said, growing 25% month over month and also coming out with new SKUs and doing all these different marketing things. Projections are very difficult. And so that's neither Danielle and I's background. We've been learning. Um, so would love anyone who has a background in that, that has any advice and guidance for us in that direction, because that really is a skill set. Um, and we know it's out there. And that's what this, we use this, this podcast as a manifestation platform. And because you're both in California, you might run into Ryan Reynolds. My goal is to get Ryan Reynolds on the podcast. So if you, he's, I know he's Canadian, he's in Vancouver as well, but if you run into him and tell him he's got to come on the podcast, that's my, that's my goal. Got to get the story behind aviation gin on here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's got a bunch, he has a whole bunch mm-hmm. of uh, D2C startups. So him and Blake actually uh, are, are. Oh, I love yeah. her. Yeah. What's manifest getting them both on this podcast yes. for you? I'm here and for we'll it. we'll get you ahead of growth. If you're listening and you're interested in a business that's already growing 20% uh, month over month uh, to work with these lovely ladies, you should, how should they reach out if, uh, if there's a head of growth listening right now? Just email us. That works. <laughs> Hello at clearstemskincare.com. 
And if you are listening with, uh, you know, skin issues, you gave me some tips uh, earlier that I'm, and I'm waiting to try my serum. I'm very excited. Um, but you can go to clearstem.com and clearstemskincare.com. Thank you. Clearstemskincare.com. We need the SEO on that, obviously. That's right. <laughs> we made it Clearstem Skincare for the SEO purposes. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, and it, it is spelled C L E A R S T E M skincare.com. Nice. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast today. And I hope we all manifest what we're, what we, what we clearly deserve. Thank you so much, Eric. We're going to be partying with Ryan and Blake, like really soon. So that'll be <laughs> all fun. three of us okay, in, in I Vancouver. Can feel it. Like, all it's of the us. summer. Yeah. Me and Cabo, like just I, all of us together. It'll be great. Popping bottles. It's happening. <laughs> awesome. Thanks everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can do that right now at directtoconsumeralloneword.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.